Blog Talk Radio. Amen, amen, amen. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the Archbishop Bram. Just uh, grateful for today. The Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams on Marcy. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. I look forward to this, this exciting time, this exciting launch of tonight's broadcast. Amen. As we stream live online on the radio and uh, over the internet protocol. Amen. And we just thank God for the founders of the World Wide Web. Pray for their families and their household uh, that they continue to, you know, discover new, new, new things that God gives them to do. Amen. So we're coming from Genesis chapter 24 tonight, and, uh, you know, it was really amazing to to just be able to go through the Bible um, as we move from Genesis chapter 1 going all the way through to Revelations um, and the last word of the living God within the Holy Bible. It's just phenomenal, right? So as we step into tonight's broadcast, I welcome you all to just um, you know, get your Bibles. I, I really would like you to um, study, you know, as I read. It's the word of God to study to show yourself approved that you can rightly divide the word of truth. And, and so that you, you know, you're not listening just to my voice, but you, you, you're reading it for yourself, you know. It's really important to make sure that you can see it for yourself with your own two eyes. Um, if you are um, blind or handicapped in any way that you can't see out of your eyes, you know, read in Braille, you can feel the words, you know. Um, it's just good to to know that um, you can um, commune with God on a one-on-one, um, you know, and, and God hears you. That, that's the phenomenal part about all of this, that God hears you. Amen. Amen. Praise God and bless his holy name. So we're going to uh, look at um, Genesis as we continue on in the life of Abram. And today's topic that uh, uh, the Lord blessed me to coin is, you know, is written directly from the word of God. You know, the reason why I use the word of God and everything is because I don't want any of my words to fall to the ground, you know, and you stumble. I'd rather you listen to me speak God's word and you'll be able to stand on God's word and every promise that are written in his book. So even in my title, title later, you know, today, it says that God has promised you, you know, he's given you houses and land. Amen. And this is my take on it, and I am the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, but it's still God's word, amen, God's promise unto you, amen. And um, it's just an awesome thing to know that when, you know, God himself, you know, he speaks to you, he speaks to man, that when he says he's going to do something for you, that it is done, you know, and Jesus Christ said it is finished, <laughs> the work that he came to do. It is finished. Amen. Praise God and bless his holy name. So let us begin with prayer as we move into the scripture uh, reading tonight. All right. 
And um, Father God, we, we want to thank you so much for those who are tuning in to tonight's broadcast. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, for just everyone that is, um, you know, taking the time to listen in to to know what that says the Lord. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, for those who in a quiet storm, quiet times, you know, just just taking the time to sit with you a little while, really wanted to know, Lord God, what you have for them to do and what are they to say to your people. It's a great weight, you know, to know that God depends on a human to, to commune with a human, but he really don't depend on any of us really of a truth but he uses us it's just a great honor to be used by God to expound his word for his glory so we just thank you Lord God in this prayer um, this awesome awesome opportunity to to just bless you as we move forward Amen. As we move into the midnight hour of praise and adoration, and we bless God. Uh, amen. Because He is the God of all. He is the God of all the heavens and all the earth. Everything that was created was created by God. And um, He loves His creation and He loves His people. And um, I really thank you, um, Lord God. Holy Spirit, I call on you tonight to come into this room, come into the broadcast, come in to um, just lead and guide me as we uh, minister the word tonight that I will expound on your word to, to make it very crystal clear to your children all over the world, man. And uh, I, I thank you, Lord God, for that opportunity in every language, um, in every a nook and cranny of the world, you know, to be able to minister um, is profound to me, and I thank you and I bless you that you've humbled me so much to the point that you literally use me for your word to be a blessing to your people, and, and I, I am so humble, I'm so grateful, and I thank you. I thank you so much, Father God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I can't thank you enough. I just love upon you, Lord God, because you first loved me, you know. And um, and that that being said, I, I just appreciate you, Lord God. So as we turn our attention, Lord God, to your word, uh, allow me, Lord God, to be um, crystal clear, uh, to to um, expound on your word properly, just, um, you know, coals of fire on my lips of clay um, so it will be purged and purified and consecrated to you and dedicated continuously to your work. As long as you lend me breath, Lord God, I will forever praise your holy name. I don't know what any other man or woman wants to do. You know, I, I just know that the call on my life is just exceedingly, it's abundantly great. And um, I thank you so much for that call. Thank you even for the ability to answer the call of God. You know, you're just so awesome, God. You're just so awesome in all your ways. You're awesome. And I I thank you, Lord God, for allowing me to um, be a part of the 
internet protocol in the worldwide online radio, television broadcasting, the Word of God, streaming live uh, in other platforms as well. Um, you know, we have some Zoom, we have the YouTube, we just, you know, we have the LinkedIn, many connections there. Uh, really thank you so much, Father, for allowing me to to just, I don't know, just be about your business in every facet. And, and I thank you, Lord God, for opening up new avenues for me to broadcast the Word of God, you know, that um, clarion call out, you know. <laughs> I thank you, Lord God, you know, and, um, you know, even to some who say to me that, you know, I'm a pest, <laughs> you know, um, I thank God, you know, and uh, pesticides, you know, that, um, there's a few words and they, you know, not even 15 minutes of conversation that bothered them uh, so much so, but I thank God, you know, I, I thank you for being able to be a bother because I need the word of God to hit their earlobes and their their eye gates and um, their ear gates. And uh, I thank you, Father. I thank you. Bless this broadcast tonight. Um, Bless this upcoming event that we have online. Amen. As we talk about God has given you houses and land in the land of living while you yet live. God has given you houses and land. Amen. And and that is just an awesome thing to know that God is with you and he gives you so much stuff. Amen. Gives you so much stuff. Um, So, yeah. Turn with me now to the book of Genesis. Amen. As we move into chapter 24 on tonight. Um, we were reading last night how um, Abram, um, you know, had to buy a plot of land for his wife. And the, the people of that land wanted to um, basically give him the land because, you know, he had favor with them. Um, you know, they were um, in good standing. But with Abram, I like how he that, you know, he prayed to them and he, you know, actually, he prayed to them and asked them, um, you know, that um, he he does not want to just be given land. He wants to pay for it. So he asked them, you know, what, what is their price, you know. And, um, and he gave to them what they quoted. I love that. He didn't argue, he didn't debate, he didn't negotiate. He gave them what they asked for. Amen. And and God's word is very clear. He says, you know, ask and you shall receive, you know. So he gave them, uh, you know, the the money of that day, the currency of of that day. And he bought the plot of land in in chapter um, uh, 23 to bury his wife, you know, that was, dead, you know, and um, it was a very, you know, hard time for him, you know, when you lose a loved one, and, you know, I too, um, just recently my family member have just passed away and went to sleep, it's very hard on them right now, the people that are in bereavement, that's close to losing their mom, their auntie, their cousin, uh, their daughter, you know, and their loved one, 
um, uh, ex-husband, and, you know, it, it's just a, a, a sad time for many. But I always say, remember the good that they did. Remember the good time you had with the loved one, you know. But Abram, he went through that, you know, and it, it's really good to see how he handled that because he didn't have any land to bury his own, you know, from where he left his father's house. He didn't anything he got, but now there came a time he got to bury his own, you know. And um, I even remember when it came to me with my own father, you know, um, uh, my former husband had bought a plot of land for he and I, but my father, um, uh, my my my. My son, um, the baby, and my father <laughs> the one that uh, were first to use that plot of land, but I didn't buy it, you know. Um, he bought it, uh, and um, and when it came to my mother, again, I didn't have a place, you know, and I had to bury her there in Fayetteville, North Carolina. You see, so, um, it, you know, it's just, I don't know. We, we don't think about those type of things, you know. But when it's time for it, you know, we thank God for those who do those things, undertakers and all the people that work in the funeral homes to prepare the body and the ceremony and the service. You know, it's a great celebration. We should always remember our loved ones and, um, you know, but remember what they did while they were alive and above ground and how you entreated them, how they corrected you, how they scolded you, how they counseled you, how they loved you and how you loved them. Some people don't even get a chance because they say harsh words to one another. Some people don't even get a chance to repent. So as soon as possible, as quickly as you can, just ask of the person that you've had an argument with, you know, just to forgive you and and let them know you forgive them. They may not even know what you're talking about, but just just, just get your conscience clear and just let loose of that anger or that uh, argument um, on your side. If they remember what you're talking about or if they don't remember, it really doesn't matter. Um, you may be reminding them and, and kicking up dirt, and they, they forgot about it many, many years ago. One never know, but you're still, you know, going around that same old bear bush, worrying and contemplating how they treated you. So ask them to forgive you, and you go ahead and forgive them, even if, you know, you were right in all that was done. You were right in this matter, but it grieves your heart. It grieves your mind, your body, soul, and spirit. Don't go... Um, don't allow the time for them to die and leave this earth and you don't apologize to them, you know, or or tell them you forgive them or, you know, um, ask them to forgive you. You know, let that stuff go, amen, so you can live a long and prosperous life, amen. Praise God and bless his holy name. Amen. Praise God and bless his holy name. So um, here we go. Genesis chapter 24. Amen. Genesis chapter 24. 
Okay. And Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my son of the daughters of Canaanites, among whom I dwell, that thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Clearly sure the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I need bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou came? And Abraham said unto him, Beware that thou bring not my son thither again. The Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed I will give this land. He shall send his angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son hither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master and departed from all the goods of his master where he had his hand for all the goods of his master were in his hand were in his hand and he arose and went to Mesopotamia uh, unto the city of Nahor and he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of evening, even the time that woman goes out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abram, I pray thee, send me good seed, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master Abram. Behold, I stand here by the well of waters, and the daughters of the men of the city came out to draw water and to let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I say shall say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she said, shall, shall, and she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink also, and let the same be she that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac, and thereby shall I know that thou hast shown kindness unto my master. And it came to pass before he had done speaking that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethel, uh, son of Milcheh, the wife of Nahor. Abraham's brother with her pitcher upon her shoulder, and the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her, 
and she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she um, hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again unto the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondered at at her. Um, He held his peace. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Bless his holy name. Amen. Genesis chapter 24, verse 21. And the man wondered at her, held his peace, to wit, whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earrings of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hand of ten shekel weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethel, the son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nora, Maor, um, she said, Moreover unto him we have both uh, straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. I being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my father's brethren, and the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out unto the man, unto the well. And he came to pass, when he saw the earrings and the bracelets upon his sister's hand, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. 
And he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord. Wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels and gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told my errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abram's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has come, become great. And he has given his flocks and herds and silver and gold and manservant and maidservant and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son. And my master, when he was old, um, and unto him, as he given all that he had, and my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, but thou shalt go unto my father's house, and to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord before whom I walk when will send his angels with thee and prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son and my kindred in my father's house, of my father's house. And then shalt thou be clear from this my oath when thou comest to my kindred, and if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And I came this day unto the well and said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, if now thou do prosper my way, which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin come forth to draw water and to say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she said to me, both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord has appointed out of my father's, out, out of my master's son. Um, both drink thou, and I will also drink for thy camel. Okay, verse 44. Let's read that again. And she said to me, both Drink thou, and I will draw, I will also draw for thy camel. Let the same be the woman whom the Lord has appointed out for my master's son. And behold, I have done speaking in my heart. Behold, Rebecca came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down unto the well and drew water. And I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste, and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel. 
uh, Naor's son, whom um, my couch bare unto him. And I put the earrings upon her face, and the bangles upon her hands, and I bowed down my head, and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if ye will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethel answered and said, The thing proceeds from the Lord. We cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother's precious things. And they did eat and drink, he and the men that were with him, and carried all night. And they rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away unto my master. Amen. Praise God. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us for a few days, and then let at 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 the least ten. After that she can she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord has prospered my way, and send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent that, uh, away, Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister. Be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gates of those who hate them. And Rebecca arose and her damsel, and they rode upon the camp camels and followed the man and the servant took Rebekah and went his way and Isaac came from the way of the well Lahoror I for he dwell in the south country and Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eve time and he lifted up his eyes and saw and behold the camels were Coming, and Rebecca left up her eyes and said, "When she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel, for she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walked in the field to meet us?" And the servant said, "He had said, It is my master." Therefore she took a veil and covered herself, and the servant took Isaac. And and the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her 
into his mother's Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Amen. God bless the reading of his holy word. Amen. I'm going to play that song um, for you guys tonight. Um, um, I, I played it last night at the end, um, but I want to take this time to play it. It was just a, a powerful song and just just the word Jesus, you know. <laughs> and it, it, someone sent it to me, um, one of the apostles uh, that broadcasts um, every day on the network at 7 p.m. each night and uh, 8.30 in the morning on Sunday, she sent me this um, video, and it was a, a very beautiful song, and so it's by a choir, and they're basically outside of their church. <laughs> it's like 21-member choir, um, about four men, I believe, and, and the rest were women, one child, and uh, one teenage uh, young, young, young boy. And uh, it, it was just really very powerful and two lead singers. Amen. Okay, so let's um, move into that, uh, finding that song. All right, here we go. I hope you'll hear it and, and, and enjoy it. I'm going to play it now. I hope it's not going to be too loud. Turn it down a little bit. I think so. The volume here. Okay, got the volume down. Okay, now let's play it forward. Hopefully, play. Okay, it's still loading. Oh, praise God. It takes a little bit. Ah, but it is, um, uh, you can um, get either um, these people to um, come to sing for you. I don't know, but it just says at China. Um, it's, um, then the other symbol is at Snuggles. Um, then it's um, party time to pray. It's <laughs> time to pray. Um, and then the full video you can see at, at James. Scott slash JC Choir. It's original sounds. Okay, so it's been loading. My goodness, why is it taking so long? I don't have any data left. Hmm. Amen. Praise God. I just got a message from Springstead. I don't have enough data left. Why don't have enough data? Okay. Let me look and see what's going on. I may have to call in because I have another live stream and I want to make sure all my sounds are working. It's not, it's not moving, so I think I may be out of data. All right, so, okay, while we're loading that, I'm going to play a soundtrack from within my studio um, so I can um, so I can get this thing up and running uh, for the Midnight um, a broadcast. Amen. Um, to start. Okay, let me see if we can do a couple songs. Amen. Hold on, I got lots of soundtrack here. Hmm. 
Spirit. Okay, let me play an old, uh, old sermon. Blog Talk Radio. Amen. Greetings, greetings, greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am your host. I am the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, coming to you live from the United States of America. I am so excited and what God is is doing and and what he's about to do. And I'm really, really excited about the Lord and and his glory. And I I just want to just begin with prayer. Amen. And just then we go right into praise. I have to stop all that I'm doing, you know, to get on this broadcast, to be on time, you know, to hear the report of the Lord and to give him praise, you know. And uh, most of the times, you know, I, I, you know, the Lord has blessed me to be in the field working, and I am so excited for that. But one of the things when the Lord gave me access to go in the field to work um, uh, from my sabbatical, one of the things that uh, was whispered in my ears, you know, the thought, you know, that came, it was a question, you know, are you going to forget me? And I said, no, Lord God. You know, I was in the kitchen washing dishes, and I heard that thought. I said, no, Lord, no. You know, thank you for allowing me to make money, um, to make income and go to work and do a nine-to-five and things like that. Um, but I will not forget you, Lord. And he started pouring so many jobs and opportunities from working with the state in the state of North Carolina. I thank God for that opportunity. But that didn't last long, seven months, and I was, you know, doing this, what I'm doing now, and um, being out on the road. And I thank God for that, you know. Um, and even that, a year, I think, oh, my gosh, from October 2018 to um, uh, January, now I'm back on the radio. See, there's something about the Lord when you work for him, you know, you miss it. You miss, you, miss, you know, the, um, the blessings that flows. You know, it's a, it's a different um, model for you to focus on God's work and do God's work and just live in his inheritance. It's a comforting, you know, type of a thing. But he protected me all along the way. So let, let's just go with prayer and... Um, we then go into praise, and uh, I'll be driving along, you know, the routes that I need to take. And, you know, then, you know, if the Lord allowed me to stop, then we'll go right into the hour of uh, Scripture reading uh, for tonight uh, and, and then, then uh, the interpretation of the Scriptures or the teaching of the Scripture, whatever the Holy Spirit allows. Father God, we thank you, Father, for this night. We thank you, Father, for this day. Uh, we're on the eve of uh, Valentine's Day, a time where everybody talks about love. But you, Lord God, are the greatest lover of our lives, Father. The word of God says, for God so loved the world. John reads this. He coined the scripture with a pen, and he he wrote, for God so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. And I just want to thank you, Lord God, for that everlasting life that you've blessed me to have here on earth in the land and live in as well as many of your children around the world, um, men and women 
that seeks after you and, and they yearn for you and they, they love you, Lord God, so much with all their heart. And we come tonight to praise you and to bless your holy name and to give you that love. Our Valentine's present to you, our flowers, our roses, Lord God, we give to you, Lord God. And thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, for your precious Son, Jesus Christ, and the blood that sheds on Calvary's cross for our sins and setting us free from, you know, all of these things. In the name of Jesus and by his stripes, we're healed. We thank you, Lord God, for our angelic beings that protects us from the north, the south, the east, the west, the northeast, southeast, northwest, and southwest. And we thank you, Father, for their divine protections. And we just, just give all praises to you, Lord God, tonight as we join with the host of the heavenly choir, you know, giving praise and adoration to you. We love you, Lord God, because you first love us. I just thank you, Father. I bless your holy name, and I bless your holy name for giving me the time to come on back onto the broadcast and to just just reach out and touch, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the, the, the virtual ministry that we have on the radio broadcast, online, Internet, uh, World Wide Web, uh, with the Ethernet, and that is able to reach and span the globe. And everyone can hear the broadcast if they show, so choose to tune in to dial in or to listen to the downloads um, or just to go on the website uh, to hear a broadcast message. Um, we have so much in the archives, and I just thank you so much for our, the tenacity and the strength that you've given us, Lord God, to minister your word and to preach your gospel, to preach the good news, to let men and women know about what thus says the Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing my lips that I can give your name praise. I thank you, Lord God, for my husband, uh, Lord God. I, I thank you, Father, for he's my king, my priest, and I thank you, Father, for him being the head of my life and um, that the love that he has for me and love I have for him. And, you know, this Valentine's Day, you know, just, you know, giving it all, giving it up, you know. Um, and I thank you, Lord God, for that, Lord God. And uh, I thank you, Lord God, for all those husbands who will give flowers to their wives and and um, significant others that will give uh, bouquets of flowers, roses, and and those that will give candy and dolls, and, you know, little teddy bears and different little stuffed animals, and you know, or going out to dinner or walking in the park or fellowship one with another and, you know, just enjoying each other's company um, and appreciate, appreciating one another or going to the movie or whatever and spending time, quality time. Lord God, sharing that love, Lord God, we thank you, Father, for Valentine's. Mr. Valentine, I don't think he knew his name would become so famous, uh, you know, that depicts love and all the poems and poetries that, uh, and sonnets that are written also uh, during this season, books that are written about love, Lord God, but you are the greatest lover of all, Lord God. You love your children so much. You love us. Lord God, now some people may not have a husband or or a significant other, but they sure do have you, Lord God. If they choose, Lord God, all they have to do is repent of their sins and and say, Lord God, I believe in your precious Son Jesus Christ. You know, I believe and I receive, and and then you just give them all the love that they need. And you're the Abba Father, the love that is matchless love. Uh, uh you know, you you your love is is without questions, you know, and 
We can be with all our faults, and just as we are, you love us so much, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, and we give you kudos for giving us the love that we need, Lord God. You're the water, Lord God, that well that springs up within our heart, in our mind, our body, our soul, and spirit, Lord God. We thank you, Father, Lord God, for your precious love that you shine upon us. Bless this broadcast tonight, and I pray, Lord God, that you'll receive our praise. Receive our praise, Lord God, as we give you ultimate praise, and I pray that angels of God will join with me as we um, praise you, Lord God, and as we focus on you, Lord God, this this hour, Jesus Christ said to his disciples and when he asked them to wait and he went to talk to you and he came back and he asked, would you not wait? Would, could you not wait but one hour? He found them sleeping. So we're going to take this hour just to praise your holy name before we dove into your holy words, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you. And we want to thank everyone that's coming into the broadcast now and um, as I'll be inviting many, many people to come on to listen in and tune in, to have something to say. Um, you know, the, the 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 lines are open, you know, for those who want to say something. Um, I don't mind, you know, you can clear your throat or something. So I'll know that you like to say something um, because, you know, I'm on the road. Um, I'm not in front of the platform or anything or the video mm-hmm. or the uh, television system or the computer or anything, so I don't know if you want to say anything, but if you clear your throat, if the lines are open, clear your throat and say something or just start speaking, you know, I'll tell you, I don't like any dead air, and I'm just going to continue praising them. Amen, amen. All right, so um, like I said, uh, tonight is a night of praise, and I am driving and I gotta focus on the road at the same time while giving God praise. Amen. So I ask my angels to protect me as I go forward, and um, prayerfully uh, I can play some music, some sounds that um, will be a blessing. Amen to uh, to you. Amen. I just don't know. You know, I usually just flow and let the Holy Spirit lead and guide me. Um, you know, and as I, you know, I just pray that the Holy Spirit will rule and super rule as, as, as you know, any any time that I come on the air. Amen. So, anyway, um, this is Valentine's Day, um, 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 well, the, the, the 14th. Uh, we're, we're, we're on the eve of Valentine's Day, and um, I just think, you know, it's the, the love um that we share for the Lord. We, you know, a lot of people love God, you know. A lot of people love Jesus Christ. Um, and they say it, they speak it, you know. Um, so it's it's just a, ty- a praise is a type of love, you know, uh, a type of um, fascination with, you know, the one you love. You know, like if, like a, a husband and a wife or a man and a woman or friends, you know, um, you always compliment that person, you know. You give them, you know, you give them total compliments and, you know, so that's what praise is. You, you lift them up, you build them up, and you tell them how great they are and, you know, so it's a form of affection. 
Amen. So anyway, I don't know. I I just love to praise the Lord. I love prayer. I do love prayer. But I find that there's a time for prayer. Um, the time for praise is, is is totally different, you know. And I know it is hard for many uh, people to praise because I remember when I first started uh, the praise um, segment uh, back in 2015, I believe I started, um, we were going to praise the Lord. <laughs> and it was um, seven days for the, you know, seven days a week. And I, I remember the ministers that I had uh, uh, asked to help me, you know, because there's no way you can continuously do something without your voice, you know, losing your voice or getting a horse or something. So I asked for help, and all the ministers that came from, evangelists came from California to um, to uh, Maryland, uh, to North Carolina, to Indiana, and I miss them. I miss them so much. Illinois and myself, and those are in Florida and. You know, um, two different segments of California was on board Colorado, and you know we we ministered the word of God and praise. And many times people wanted to pray and they wanted to talk about their problem. I'm like, no, we're going to praise the Lord and to beat them down. <laughs> we're going to praise the Lord. And so it, it's, it's it's the first thing I do is just praise Him. Just say praise the Lord. You know, it's simple. And you'll see that in the Psalms. There's a lot of scriptures that says praise the Lord. At the end it says praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, you know, praise the Lord. Uh, I remember as a child I used to listen to this minister that would uh, come on the air every single day. And he, he, he had a monotone voice. And, you know, it was to me very irritating because he didn't have any excitement at all in his voice. And it's so funny for me to you know, talk about him on the air, but I mimicked him. But he used to say, praise the Lord ten times. And he'd say, we'll, we'll praise the Lord, you know. And I'm telling you, it was just at that same tone, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. And it was no level of excitement whatsoever, but it got to me that, even though it wasn't exciting, and that's what I'm talking to you about it. But I, I praise the Lord. And so we're going to say ten times, praise the Lord. 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 Amen. And we praise God and we bless God in everything we do, because if we praise God first, God is going to give you all the desires of your heart. So it's kind of like a selfish type of a thing, if you think about it. If you give God praise, he's going to give you the desire of your heart. And that's something all God wants you to do is praise him. Praise him and bless his holy name. It's just awesome, you know? Um, and if we could just think about it like that, well, if I give God praise, then I'm going to get the desire of my heart, you know. You know, by the fruit of my lips will I praise you, Lord God. And, um, you know, just praise him, you know. And you can hear it sometimes in many of the songsters 
um, their their words that they write. They coin the words and and they they sing praises to God. And it's like love ballads and stuff like that. They're really in love with God, you know. And you can feel it too, you know. Although they wrote it for a moment in time, they recorded it. But sometimes you can still feel the anointing in their voice that just spills over into your heart to your mind, into your body, your soul, and you can even sing that song or rehearse it as well. Amen? So it's just like that. Praising God is just loving him, and especially now during this season called Valentine's. It is loving upon God. You love him so much. I remember when I was in Iceland, I think I was in Iceland at this particular time in my military career, um, I was a teacher at this time. I wasn't uh, I was a civilian teacher, uh, the Department of Defense um, teacher uh, there. I was a substitute teacher, but I taught all the um, uh, the, the grades from the special ed, uh, you know, type students, uh, uh, the special needs students uh, to kindergarten, pre-Ks, kindergartners, and um, first graders. I taught the second graders, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Sixth graders, seventh graders, and oh my God, eighth graders. <laughs> eighth graders were something else. They were in between moving from you know one extreme to you know high school. The ninth graders I taught uh, different different model. Tenth uh, graders, eleventh graders, the twelfth graders, and then I also taught um, as a, as an adjunct professor. I taught the first year in college and uh, students, and you know the junior junior college level as a professor, you know, and it was just totally different in the different levels of experience. But anyway, in Iceland, I remember how um, we would um, go, uh, I would go after work to a Bible study, a woman's Bible study group, and one particular day um, they were talking about something and there was this new young lady, she could have been 18 years old, she first time in the military, uh, first time overseas, and um, she had to have been 18, maybe, I don't know, maybe 21, I doubt it that she was that old, but um, she was just talking about the Lord. She was talking about him, how much she just loved him so much. And I was sitting across from her. There was a whole bunch of women, you know, round up, you know, in a circle mode because that's how the moderator had us to circle around, in, you know, and look at each other in a, a circle type of a situation as we were in the chapel. And um, anyway, this young lady was talking about how much she loved the Lord, and she loved Jesus Christ so much. And, you know, her expression and her face and her countenance was just all about love. You can see she was beaming all over the place because she was so infatuated with God, just a pure love, you know. And the more she talked about it, I was like, wait a minute, that's my God she's talking about. You know, a spirit of jealousy got inside of me, right? <laughs> you know, God, one of his name is jealous, you know. So he's a jealous God. He's very jealous over us. He loves us so much. And he doesn't want to share his glory with no man. So here I, I was looking across from this lady, this young lady, and I'm more mature, of course, than her, and more educated than her, I'm sure, right? And yet I was getting boiled up inside. <laughs> you know, like she's talking about my man or something. You know, like, this is mine, you know. 
But I didn't know that there was someone else that loved God so much as I, you know, because she really was exuberating it and talking about it, you know, vocabulary, um, um, voice, you know, loud and, you know, audibly the spoken word. And, And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know. I couldn't wait till she stopped testifying. <laughs> I was getting mad. I didn't even want to talk to her. <laughs> like she's stepping on the wrong territory, you know. But I tell you, man, when you love God so much and you can express your love, you can praise him in the noontime. You can praise him at nighttime. You can praise him at every hour. And you know what? When you're really feeling it, when you're hurting really bad, if you just start praising God, all that hurt goes away. Whatever it is that you're experiencing that is bad news, you got bad news, riveting news, you know, a shock to your spirit, your mind, is it, it put a, a, a Adam's apple in your throat, uh, you know, and you can't even swallow. It's, it's you know, pain, emotional pain, whatever. You start praising God even when you can't speak with that Adam's apple. Because when you have an Adam's apple, and, you know, and it, something that really chokes you, gets to you, you can't even speak, you know. But you know, praise the Lord. Just squeak it out. Just start praising the Lord with tears running down your eyes. Praise that thing is so hard and horrible. You just start praising the Lord, blessing him, and blessing his holy name, and praising him little by little, little by little, you'll be able to say praise the Lord audibly very clearly. And the tears will start drying up. The Lord will send his minister and angels to minister you minister to you because of the situation that you're going through. You don't pray to him about the situation. You're already experiencing it, but you're just praising him, you know, in your situation. You're not going to him and telling him, Father, you know, I've got these cares, I've got these financial headaches, I've got all these bills. and No, you go, especially if you have bills that you know you can't meet or can't. Start praising God and blessing him. I mean, tonight, God has blessed me so much. Um, you know, oh, my gosh, I was trying to get to my my my, my training tonight, and um, I had to take care of someone else that made me, you know, 40 minutes out so I didn't get to my training on time, and I didn't want to get into the class 10 minutes late uh, with only 10 minutes left. So I decided to just wait, you know, and, and I did, and, and and then the Lord just allowed me to listen to someone else speak to me um, for two hours. And it is just such a blessing, a most magnificent blessing. So blessing that woman at 6 o'clock, which I had to do, and made me 40 minutes out late for my training, this gave me a blessing from someone else that I didn't even know that I would have received. You see, sometimes God allows others to come into your heart, come into your time, your time frame, because you praise him. You praise the Lord in spite of everything. You start praising God. When I start my prayer time every morning, I praise the Lord for 15 minutes, 15 minutes before I go into asking God anything, you know, but I pray for an hour. And then when I end my prayer, the last 15 minutes is also praise. Uh huh. So it's 15 minutes of praise in the morning, right, and in the first hour, and then 15 minutes of praise 
and, and you know, before that hour is up, okay? So I pray for one hour. So 30 minutes is basically praise, okay? Um, in the middle of my prayer request, I, I then, you know, when I'm praying, I then tell him what I need to tell him. It's really, really brief, things that I want. And then I talk about, I pray for others. You know, I pray for other people, uh, bless them, and so on and so forth, or whatever, you know, other people's situations. But my little prayer request is maybe one minute long, literally. Amen. Praise God. Because I, I love just praising him. You know, it's like a habit. It's, it's, it's a habit. It became habitual for me uh, just to praise the Lord. And you want to get like that, you know, really, because... Your whole life will change your countenance. You'll get more beautifully, beautifuler. Your, your, no, I'm serious. Your skin will clear up. Your countenance will get clearer. You know, even if you're, you're dark complected, you know, you have a lot of melon and you're, you have a deeper tone, you know, your skin will clear up, you know, with, with total brightness, total beauty. Even if you're a light complected person, light skin they call, you know, your, your skin will even clear up even brighter with the glory of God on your life. You just praise the Lord. I don't know. I'm telling you how to praise the Lord right now because somebody needs to know because a lot of times people don't know how to praise the Lord. People don't know how to pray. So I guess I find myself tonight teaching you how to praise the Lord. It's really very simple. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. The hallelujah is the highest praise. So sometimes I say, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah is the highest praise. Mm -hmm. The angels will sing, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. It's an old song. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah, praise ye the Lord. Lift up your hand and shout, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord. I learned that when I was uh, in elementary school. Uh, when when I was going through school, we would uh, circle up outside, you know. We'd pray you know, the flag, and we'll say say the Pledge of Allegiance and stuff, and then we'll all come out. So everybody would fall out, you know, uh, to go, and um, the principal and the, all the heads, you know, the teachers, everybody would line up with their class, and we'll all be in a circle, you know. Then we would sing, you know, um, you know, my country, tears of the sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. So we'd sing the, the song, 
And then we'd say the pledge, uh, I pledge allegiance unto the flag of the United States of America and the, re- the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. You know, and, and we'll say that, you know. Then we all march into class, you know, homeroom, and uh, break down, you know, then break out to go to first period and so on and so forth the rest of our day. So what I'm saying is, there was a time when the whole nation praised the Lord. The whole nation, all the children from a baby, from pre-K, special needs, all the way to college would do this, and the whole nation was praising the Lord. America became the fastest, strongest nation in the history of every nation, and it's the youngest nation. Mm-hmm. Because we praise the Lord, because we trust God, and in God we trust. And I, I tell you, there's no accident why the forefathers, the founding forefathers, the ones who you know coined their name, that their name is on the Bill of Rights, and stuff. They're not. They weren't the first people in America, of course. No, you know the Indians were there and. Iroquois Indian and many other Indians and so forth. D- different people were here. So many black uh, people were here from Africa way before Columbus discovered America. Everybody knows that, right? History. Um, you know, we have the nine presidents that were black before George Washington that led this great country, right? But, um, you know, but everybody don't know that, so they think, well, the ninth one actually brought Barack Obama, which is a mixed gentleman, you know, his mother was white and, and his father was uh, from Africa, a black gentleman. And so he um, was, uh, you know, a black man. They consider him black, but he's half and half, really. But anyway, they think he's the first black president of the United States. No, he wasn't the first. I mean, the pure blacks of president of the United States were the first. They're having problems again. I'm connect. Refresh the page. I'm going to live. And then I'm going to see if I can
and we know who is the most story that God did answer. And to be the servant that gave him how many of us are in the person who was the person that was from God to me? And, you know, Abram said that the angel of God will guide him, will go before him, and the angel will restore him, and, and that he will help him to. To be able to minister to that person that um, you know that is to be the wife of and for his son Isaac. You see, that is a, a, a magnificent amount of faith. And sister, I thank you so much for tuning in to tonight in the midnight phase. So let's turn our attention to. Genesis chapter 24. Last night I announced it for 15 minutes. And we're on live on the radio. Streaming live via as well as streaming on this platform as well. And then 
man puts a golden earring from half a shekel of weight and sees the golden earring of half a shekel of weight and he brings it over her hand and of half shekels of weight of gold and says, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, lady, is this woman in my father's house where I shall survive him? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of the most special, that you are the son of Mordecai, which she bare unto Nehor. She said, Moreover unto him, we are both strong and presented enough and room to lodge him. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, which has not left this with my master, by his mercy on his sheep. I eat in the way. The Lord led me to the house of my master's virgin. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's life to sing. And Rebecca had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out and slew the man and slew the wall. And it came to pass, and he brought the Jews Thank you. 
and the men that were with him and carried on them. And they rose up in the morning and he said, Send me away unto my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days at the least ten. After that she shall go. And he said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord hath prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, oh, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebecca and said unto her, Will thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed prosper and possess the gate of those who hate them. And Rebecca arose and her damsel, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servants took Rebecca and went, went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Lehi or I, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening time, and he lifted up his eyes and saw. And behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. For he had said unto the servant, What man is this that walk in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. God bless the reason of his hope and work. Amen. So, here we go. Story. She loved story. Abraham loved God so much, and he also trusted God. And he knew that with Isaac, it's him. You know, he entreated his servant to find a wife for his son. That's to me a, a true story. <clears throat> and uh, you know, one another one of obedience. Even the servant was obedient to uh, Abram. Um, and the servant lived with Abram, um, and so he knows the ways of Abraham. You know. Um, like I said, just taking on the the fashion of putting the, the hand under the thigh and making a, a bow to someone that is, you know, probably bedridden at the time. He made an oath um, that he would find that life. And now God promised came to pass again that the angel of the also um, you know, looking at um, and looking over um, him as he walked and as he um, went the first place where he stopped, I guess, you know, like the country that he didn't know these people, but he went exactly to the land of Abraham. He was a 
true love story. It's a true love story. And uh, so let's read
will share that is before Egypt as thou goes towards Assyria. And he died in the presence of all his brethren. These are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethula, the Syrian of Pardai-Aram, the sister of Laban, the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and the two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and one people shall be stronger than the other people and the elder shall serve the younger. And when he delivered and fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red and overall like a hairy, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out. And his name was called Esau here. And his name is called Jacob. And Isaac was three-third year old when he gave him. And the boys were in the south a man of the field. And Jacob was a plain man living in the tent. And Isaac was in the south because he did not his destiny. But Rebecca loved Jacob. And Jacob thought, and Esau came from the field as he was king. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with the same red cottage, for I am king. Therefore was my name called Edom. And Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I am at the point of to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Where to be this day? And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright unto him. Then Jacob said, He saw Lord and Cottage, a little thing, and he did eat and drink, and rose up and went his way. So he saw the spot his birthright. Tune back in tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the Midnight Praise and Prayer. We will continue reading uh, beginning at Genesis chapter 26. The year in the Bible, one chapter at a time. So much to tune in to the broadcast and Make his face shine upon you, make his grace upon you, and give you peace, and peace that surpasses all understanding. And we keep our hearts and our hearts based on him. Amen. And good night. We'll talk to you soon. And same time. And same season.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.